Welcome everyone to Do Well and Do Good. You're here because you have the desire to create financial freedom, but you also want to make a powerful positive impact on the world. This podcast exists to tell the inspiring stories of men and women who have achieved both, people who do well and do good. I'm your host, Dorothy Ilson, and I'm here to help you discover proof that individuals have the ability to make a massive impact. Welcome back, everyone, to episode 81. It is Thursday, which means that I have another one of our solo episodes for you where it is just you and I. And I want to talk about a topic today that is certainly going to affect every single one of you if it hasn't already. And that is how to handle the critics, the haters, whatever you want to call them. See, it is just reality that if you are doing anything that is outside of the norm, if you are starting a side hustle around your passion or you launched a business or you know, you're going off on your own, you know, whatever it is that you are doing that is outside of society's typical expectations of us, you are going to end up having critics. You're going to end up having people telling you why what you're doing is wrong, why they don't like it. And it's something that you're going to have to learn to deal with. And this topic really came up for me in a poignant way when I spoke at a conference the other week. Now, overall, this conference was phenomenal. The speakers were amazing. It was so well organized. It was really just an incredible experience. And I had so, so much fun. But I want to share with you one moment that happened during this conference that was not so fun. I spoke right after the opening keynote. So I was pretty early in the day. And so the result of that was that during the breaks throughout the rest of the conference, I would have, you know, people come up to me and ask me about my talk or, you know, ask me questions that they had or comment on something that I said. And so I had a great opportunity to network with people who had heard my speech and, you know, wanted to know more. But I had one person come up to me and the conversation did not go in a direction that I particularly liked or or felt good about. Now, I have to give you some context here which is that about a month ago, I launched a new website. Now, this was really a test. I wanted to see how it would go if I transformed my website into a robot that was designed to filter my perfect clients and get them to reach out to me. The results of this have been staggering. This robot that I installed on my website has gotten me more leads in the last few weeks than my website contact form had gotten me in the last year. It has absolutely blown it out of the water. And I have had so many sales calls that really all came from this new test that I had put on my website. Now, if you want to go check it out so you can see what I'm talking about, you can find it at needleseyemedia.com. But that's not what this story is about. What the story is about is this man who came up to me and the first question he asked me was, hey, is your website a chatbot? And I said, why, yes, <laughs> you know that that's me. And he proceeded to go on and just lay into me 
about how he was looking for specific information on my website to learn more about me. And then all he found was this chat bot and how it really upset him and how he didn't like the gift that I used at one point in it. And he did it all with that sort of veiled friendliness <laughs> that was, you know, sort of this you know, kind of undercover aggression. Like he's criticizing me, but he's doing it in a way that is supposed to be projected as friendliness and feedback and helpful commentary. I'll be honest with you, I didn't really know how to react. I at first started to, you know, kind of explain to him why I had created this test on my website, how the results have actually been positive and and then I realized that there was really no point to defending myself in this conversation. You know, his opinion was his opinion and he wanted to tell me. I really just smiled. You know, I just nodded and, and listened to him and said, thank you so much for your feedback. And eventually he realized that I wasn't going to play this game with him. And he said, okay, I'll, I'll let you talk to other people now. And he walked away. Now, when he walked away, there was someone else who was waiting behind him to talk to me after. And he came up and the first thing he said was, uh, for what it's worth, I love your website. Now, I had a great conversation with this man and, and a great conversation with really everyone else who I talked to. I mean, the whole conference overall was a phenomenal experience. And I am so, so glad that I had the opportunity to be there. But this one interaction it left me a little bit shook. I started questioning myself. I started thinking, gosh, I wonder how many other people have had that same thought about my website. You know, am I making a mistake? Is, you know, is it not what people are looking for? Am I driving people away? And I really started mulling these things over. Later in the day, in the afternoon, I was sitting with another one of the speakers. This same guy came up and you know, made a comment to her and then walked away. And I made a joke about how he was displeased with my website. And she turned to me and she replied, oh, that guy? Yeah, he reached out to tell me that he didn't like my book because it was, quote unquote, too conversational. I was absolutely floored. Now, when this other speaker told me that this same man had criticized her book, I realized in that moment that him criticizing my website wasn't about me. It's about him. Some people just want to criticize, and it doesn't matter the subject or the person that they're talking to. They look at the world with a negative lens, and that is what they see, all the things they don't like. As I was thinking about this, the closing keynote started. Now, the keynote was given by Jeff Goins, who is a phenomenal speaker and the author of The Art of Work and Real Artists Don't Starve. Now, during his presentation, he told a story about Michael Hyatt, who many of you may be familiar with. Michael is big on social media. And recently, he started promoting a product that he's selling on his social channels, so Jeff, he was telling the story about how someone was berating Michael in the comments saying, you're just doing this for the money. You don't care about your audience, you know, et cetera, et cetera, just really going at him. And Jeff wondered, you know, what was Michael going to do? Was he going to defend himself? Was he going to fight back? But what Michael did was he simply replied, I'm not for everyone. Now, there is a huge lesson here that I really want you to take away from this. 
see if you're not polarizing people, you're likely not doing something very unique. Sure, that guy didn't like my website, but he commented on it because it's different. In the same way that I've had people on sales calls tell me that they only reached out to me because of how unique my site was, that it was so different from all of the other agencies that they've seen. Turning this blind eye to criticism, it needs to be balanced with realism. You know, you need to ask yourself, are you getting constructive criticism from people who you would like to trade places with? People who are where you want to be. Now, if that's the case, you need to listen, take it in, take action on that advice if it's coming from the right place and the right person. But if you're getting criticism from people who aren't where you want to be or aren't your target customer, I'm talking your uncle, your friend from high school, or a random person on the internet, you need to remember that you can't please everyone and you shouldn't try. When those haters surface, just smile and say, thank you for your feedback. Now, I hope that you got value from this episode, that this resonated with you. If it did, shoot me a message on Instagram or on Facebook and let me know. You can find me at Dorothy Ilson. I would absolutely love to hear from you and to know how I can make this show even better for you if you have any feedback or things that you would like to hear about on the podcast. So with that, thank you so much for listening and I'll see you back here next week. All right, everyone, that's our show. Now, before I sign off, I want to introduce any new listeners to how the Do Well and Do Good Challenge works. There are two ways that you can participate. The first is if you are looking to do more to give back, I encourage you to contribute to any of the nonprofits nominated by my guests. Send a screenshot of your receipt to challenge at dowellanddogood.co and your donation will be included in our monthly tally of the tangible impact this podcast is having. The second way you can participate is absolutely free and that's by voting. See, in the first couple days of each month, we host a vote inside of our free Facebook community to determine which of the nonprofits nominated the month before that I will then donate a portion of my advertising agency's profits to. It's an awesome way to make your voice heard, and we've been able to raise money for some incredible organizations doing good in the world. So if you'd like to be a part of it, then head over to dowellanddogood.co backslash Facebook, where you'll find a link to join the group. Once you're inside, I'm also sharing tips, ideas, resources, and more to help you both increase your income and your impact. We're having so much fun inside there. So head over again to dowellanddogood.co backslash Facebook, and I'll see you on the inside. It means the world to me to earn your time. So thank you so much for listening.